everybody welcome back to another episode of Bodrex and Entrees. Uh this is episode 8 I believe. Episode 8, you know what I'm saying? So we moving and shaking even through covid. So um you know without further ado my name is James. My name is Kenny and we're here bringing casual conversation to life. And um before we get started, um we just want to shout out to all the uh 2020 graduates, high school mm-hmm. graduates. Um, I don't know about high school yet. I think it's just college right now. I'm not sure about high school, but shout out to those college grads, man, you know, even though they didn't graduate the way they wanted to. They still made it. Made it. So shout out to them. Yeah, so we we definitely want to shout them. I got a lot of relatives that's not going to be able to walk across the stage because of school. We feel sorry for them. Hopefully they can do something for those people um, that's going through that. Maybe something later on in the funeral. Um, and also, we just want to jump into, uh, James, you, you, what's been going on with you, man? Oh, man, you know, chilling, chilling, uh, maintaining, uh, staying out of the way. You know, it's COVID, so we really can't do too much, you know what I mean? So, chill week. Um, I definitely, uh, uh, speaking of which, got to watch a lot, getting to watch a lot of TV and watching a lot of shows and everything like that. But, you know, last week, we was put on heavy. Shout out to the PG County, DMV, however you want to call it, you know, the In the Water documentary. It dropped, you know what I'm saying? So PG was on the map. And uh, plus, you know, I'm a big Insecure fan. They had uh, a couple of uh, actors on there saying they was from DC and PG. So we was out here. We was out here, man, you know. We was on the map, man. We was on the map heavy. So, Kenny, what about you? Yeah, same. Man, I just, I just been in the house um, staying away from people, which is easy for me because I'm not a people's person. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just been watching, you know, you know, you know, in the water and, Enjoying everything on Instagram, even that um, Nelly Ludacris. I don't know if you guys was able to see it or not, but um, we uh, I definitely enjoyed that. Um, I, I you know I gotta go with Team Ludacris. You know he, he do got a lot a lot more hits that caught a lot of people off guard. <laughs> I'm a, I'm I was a big Nelly fan. I don't care what anybody says. I was a big <laughs> Nelly fan growing up, man. You know, uh oh, what's popping tonight? That was my oh. man. <laughs> you know what I'm that was my man. So. I was a big problem of the night. But um, enough of that, Kenny, man. Without further ado, let's introduce our guest, man. Kenny, go ahead and do your thing, man. Let's yeah. go ahead and introduce the guest. We have, um, uh, and we're going to give everybody a chance to promote what they got. <clears throat> um, we're going to go uh, with Anita Jarman. Um, Anita, uh, good, good friend of ours and everything on the show. We also have uh, Nikki. We have um, Grayson, who um, also is, and I just got to put this out. All the editing, all the footage that you see that we put out with all the graphics and everything, this is the guy that's responsible for it, and we are thankful for, for him. Thank you, man. Yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yay, yay. And also, Shani. Shani. Shani, I'm sorry. You better get it right. Don't mess, with, <laughs> don't mess up a black woman's name now. <laughs> so, nah, that's Shani, man. That's, that's the homie, man. Appreciate yes. you guys. You, um, uh, just going through, Anita, you got anything you want to promote? Um, I'm glad you shouted out 2020 because um, I was a teacher this past year. So class of 2020 for Oxon Hill High School, definitely shout them out. Um, they're going through it. You know, we just got to encourage this generation. So definitely college grads, but um, our high school, our high school seniors, they're definitely um, experiencing something they 
really didn't look forward to experiencing it. So um, also I want to shout out my nonprofit, the Geely Project. It is something that I've been doing since 2014. Long story short, we we used to go abroad. I don't think we're going to be going abroad. Soon. <laughs> yeah, man. We take HBCU students abroad, teach them business networking in other countries. Uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff in PG okay. County for the past year and a half. So we're home-based, but um, the Geely Project. Shout out to the HBCUs too, man. I'm an HBCU grad, so shout out to the HBCUs. Me too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, yes. Cotton, yo. Cotton. Copping. I said copping. Don't play Damn. me. Don't play me. Don't play me. Copping, yo. Copping state. So, you know. Who's from Baltimore? Huh? Who's from Baltimore? That ain't nobody, but that's how they say it up there. So that's how I say it. So all my friends, we all got accepted to copping, but I just couldn't do it. I said I can't do Baltimore. That one for you? Went across the bridge. I'm ready. It didn't look good, and it didn't work out for you too well. But moving on, you know. Sonny, <laughs> uh, you want to promote? Uh, yeah. So, um, I am a therapist in the DMV. I treat mostly relationships. Um, I have a platform on IG called the Connection Experience. It's it's mostly to promote healthy relationships with self and other people. But I want to say this to people: if you have ever been interested in going into therapy, now is the time. Insurance companies have waived their co-pays. Some of them have waived their deductibles and everybody's doing virtual therapy, which means the scope of the people that you have to choose from is really, really wide. And it's a lot of us, it's a lot of people of color doing therapy way more than you would think. And there are more black people coming into therapy. So it's a good time for it because we're probably gonna be doing virtual sessions for which means we have more hours, more availability. You don't have to worry about sitting in traffic to get to nobody's office. Um, there's a lot of us doing sessions on weekends um, and insurance is covering it. They're waiving it for COVID. So it's time, it's, it's a good time to look into it. Okay, yo, that's dope. Um, definitely, I know I need therapy. Word. Not in a bad way, but like- How you said you know, it. Not in a bad way. How you said it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm, not, no, I'm just saying not in a bad way, but you know, I know I need therapy. Piggy, how about how about you? <laughs> I'm still laughing at James. He's crazy. <laughs> um, nothing really to promote, just piggybacking off everybody else. Shout out to 2020. I actually have a high school senior for a little brother. So sad that his prom was supposed to be the ninth. Mm. Everything is just pretty much down the drain, and I'm just like, it's okay. We'll make a plan when it's time. But for right now, just soak it all in. You, you graduating went on the road. You made it. What high school? Um, Wise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, congrats <laughs> to him. Congrats to him. I know. I'm like, we having a cookout? No cookout? <laughs> <laughs> Burn hot dog? Something. <laughs> About yourself, Grayson. Yo, so um, I'm Grayson. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Is my mic on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I'm a freestyle artist. Uh, I, I rap and I sing and I dance. Um, I praise dance, but I curse. 
So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. <I don't> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm a uh, co-host of the OT show with, with my man E. Uh, so we all, is all in the family. Um, uh, OT show DMV on, uh, I'm sorry, OT show DMV on Facebook and on Instagram is OT1. Uh, e is going to knock me out if I get that wrong <laughs> on Instagram. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much uh, graphics, all that family man, minister, uh, got two sets of twins. Oh, wow. Bless, oh, wow. Let that, Bless you. Let it sit in. Bless you. Yeah, yeah. In the quarantine. Ooh, how old are they? Yeah. So we had two boys first. They're 15. And then we had two girls and they're 10. Right. Okay. Ooh. Okay. At least you ain't got no toddlers running around. No. That Wi-Fi running, you should be good. No, 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 no. We good. We good. We good. We got that. And uh, so I'm also starting up um, a caretaker podcast where we talk okay. about um, being able to, uh, you know, take care of the people around you, your family members, and also kids and all that. So that's something that me and my wife, we're going to be starting up um, coming up in June. So uh, be on the lookout for that. We're going to be shooting commercials and all that for that. And I'm still doing the OT show. Uh, um, we've been doing OT, uh, luncheon with the OT show every Friday at noon. So uh, check us out on Facebook because we stream live on that. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it. So Man, shout out to Grayson and E. Um, e, uh, he does our uh, camera work when we are actually on site and on a um, set. He does our camera work, um, does a great job with that. And then we pass it along to Grayson and he he makes it, he brings, puts it all together. So shout out to them, man. And um, they're one of the reasons why, you know, uh, Kenny and I started the podcast, man, um, started this podcast, um, talking to them about it. And they, they have, I've been on their show many times. Great show. So if you can check out the OT show, definitely get it, uh, do so, man. It's a great show. Um, so thanks, Grayson, again, for what you do for us. No, nah, man, absolutely, bro. It's, it's... I got you. I got you. Virtual hug. Virtual hug. Moving on. Um, James, me and you had an interesting conversation about one of the homies. Um, <laughs> going through some things right now. And uh, we thought it was a good good idea to actually uh, go into our happy hour talking about it. You wanna, you wanna uh, go into it in detail? Ah, yeah, I mean, guess we got some time. <laughs> so uh, this is a true story all the way through and through. So um, pretty much I have a friend. I don't wanna say no names, not incriminating anybody. So she, uh, is she has a husband, so I'm gonna give y'all the backstory. So I'm gonna try to speed it up because you know, for time, because for time, but she has a husband pretty much, her and her husband are going through you know, turmoil in their relationship and everything like that. Supposedly, the gentleman stepped out on her or whatnot, and when he stepped out, things didn't work out with the lady he stepped out with, so he came back home. In the process of all this going on. She was going to therapy, uh, shout out to the therapist. So she was going to therapy and everything like that for it and everything like that. She invited him to the therapy session. The session didn't go well. <clears throat> so she had made her mind up to say, hey, I'm just gonna go ahead and leave this situation. Then COVID happens, boom, Ooh. COVID happens. So now 
and talks with her. She tells me everything that's going on. She's like, COVID happened. I can't really move out at the moment right now. But we could hope we cohabitate and we just roommates. We're not doing anything. We haven't had sex in a uh, a year, whatever have you. So you know, pretty much, it's just him and I sharing a space. I'm like, all right, cool, cool. So you know, as we get deep into the conversation, she said she's looking for a guy. She was talking to a guy actually, and out outside of the relationship, she was talking to a guy. So she asked the guy. You know, if he was talking to anybody, if he had sex, he told her, yeah, and everything like that. So they end up having sex or whatnot. So after they end up having sex and everything like that, she tells the guy, hey, you know, I want to know if you'll do me. You know, I, I just got a proposition for this situation. He's like, yeah, what's up? Talk to me. And she was like, I want you to be, I don't want you to deal with anybody else outside of me now that we're having sex. I want you to commit to me and me and only me. And he was like, no. And she said, well, what, why not? I don't see a problem with it. I'm not dating anybody, even though I'm, you know, I have a husband per se. I'm not committed to anybody. I'm not, I'm not dealing with nobody outside in, so why can't you just deal with me? So he asked a couple of questions that she, she told me, asked questions like, so, uh, like, for example, um, can, you, can you talk at any time since you guys are just roommates, if y'all are not, nothing more? Um, how can you commit? to me if, um, if, if when I want to hang out with you and you're not available, what do I do in that position? Can people, can I still have friends? She said, at first she said she was like, no, she really didn't want to talk to other women. But then she turned around and said, you can talk to women, have them come over, hang out, whatever, as long as you don't have sex with them. So I told her that that was selfish. And, you know, I don't, I think that she is looking for too much. She's looking for a faithful side guy. And she said she didn't see nothing wrong with that. So it was a topic that I talked to Kenny about. And he's like, yo, I think that's something that we need to talk about on the show. So, Shawnee, I'm going to come to you last. No, I'm going to come to you last. I'm going to come to you last. I'm going to come to you last because you're a relationship therapist. But oh. I really want to hear, you know, so Kenny, matter of fact, I'll let Kenny. Kenny, you pick who you want to go first because now I didn't tell the story. I know where I stand on it, but I want to hear what everybody else stand on it and what y'all think about that. Faithful? side guy or even being a favorite side girl if the roles were reversed what do you, like how do y'all feel about that yeah how you feel about that nigga? oh man <laughs> um okay i don't think anybody should hop into anything unless they're whole themselves she, she clearly was damaged in a relationship right. and instead of dealing with it in a way that could prevent her from being damaged good in another relationship, friendship, whatever, dating ship, just screwing, whatever. She had to find, she has to be whole herself. And I think that's the problem because when you're not whole, you start placing demands on other people. So you're expecting other people to, to fill that void that you haven't filled yet. And whatever happened in her situation with her husband that hasn't been dealt with so she's carrying that to the next situation whatever void wasn't being filled with her husband whatever happened so that um and I can't say she made him run out and do that because he's just as guilty for going outside of their relationship but clearly she's not whole so she needs to get that together first before she starts dating number one number two being in anything with anybody else and definitely making demands on somebody else's life like that's just a big no-no so she's damaged good she needs to get whole okay cool um nikki 
<laughs> so it's just a no for me. Um, she's still married. COVID, no COVID. He cheated. She cheated. Whatever. They still married. And if you're still legally married, in my opinion, you shouldn't need to be introducing anybody else into the equation. So that's the first mistake. So everything else to me doesn't even matter. The fact that you're in the house with him, COVID or non-COVID, and you're starting relationships, you're just as guilty as he was. Y'all playing the same game. Dissolve your current relationship before you start a new one. And like she said, work on yourself before you start a new one. Don't carry old bricks to your new house. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, wow. That's bars. <laughs> Don't carry old bricks. Okay. I like that too. New yeah. house. Okay, I like that. She's in a spiritual cipher. Soft and chain. You know what? I I can't say anything that I don't uh, uh, agree with, and I agree with everything that everybody said so far. I mean, honestly, like if if you know, especially the whole thing, like you really got to be whole going into a relationship with somebody else. You can't go into a relationship and you know, you know that that whole adage of uh, you know. It's the first thing to a marriage that that'll break it apart is when you go in there and you say, this person completes me. No, no person completes you. You have to be whole going into a marriage because two holes make one whole. You know what I mean? Not two halves make one whole. This ain't geometry. This ain't math. Gotcha. Gotcha. Excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Two <laughs> holes make a whole. Like, and... The thing about it is, is that I also agree with what uh, Anita said. Uh, when you're putting demands on somebody else's life, um, that's too much, man. You know what I mean? Because that's, you know, you you can do this, but there's a rule to this. And it's too much. It's too much, man. It's like either you're going to be with the person or you're not going to be with the person. Either you're going to make the song or you're not going to make the song. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. Okay. Shawnee, this is this is your I guess your field of expertise here. So I'm gonna know, keep you... I'm gonna keep it short because I can talk about this all day. Um, this is like a super common dynamic that comes through the door, right? Mm. So I want to combine everything that everybody just said, and then add to. We try to make when things don't meet our expectations, like there's a grieving process that happens there. Like you know, your your marriage ain't what you thought it was gonna be. And then we try to make negotiations to make it fit when it doesn't fit. And sometimes we bring other people into that, right? So at the end of the day, these boundaries, they're loose, they're messy, and you can't control it. It's like, it's like fire. It's going to get out of control at some point. You still live there. You're still married. And the thing that is the most frustrating is when people do a lot of this stuff in between um, the, the, the relationship when it's ending but it's not over and you're in this limbo phase and you mess all this stuff up in the limbo phase and then try to reconcile later and you got to clean up all of that mess and you got all these other loose ends that's a lot of work it's hard to do um so yeah i mean i i agree i agree with nikki like end it before it's uh, and cohabitating while you're trying to start a new relate that's a whole nother mess right and then being being whole before you move on it's like figure out what you're looking for. You're putting it on another person. Whatever you're looking to reconcile from your marriage, you're putting that responsibility on the other person 
by try to control what they're bringing to the table and you can't control things like that you're trying to you're trying to control the external um when the internal is the is the stuff that needs to be cleaned up and it doesn't it's not even always about esteem sometimes it's just about unmet expectations and you feel trapped gotcha okay Okay, cool. Oh, that's tough. So, Ken, you want me to go next, or? I mean, I, I mean, no, you want me to go? It's on you, Ken. I mean, you know, when when James was talking to me, I gave him, you know, the mature answer, you know, and I agree with most of you guys. I'm most of guys and, and ladies on here um, about it. But then I, you know, I also I'm, I'm like, you know, I, I thought about the young me and, and how I would react in the situation. And the young me, which is why I, I believe I have two daughters, um, is because, you know, I, 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 would, I would play it. I, I, I would say, okay, you know, I, I would say I, I'll be a faithful side guy, and, um, but I'll still do my thing. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think, and I say that because I think sometimes, um, you know, people leave they, I mean, sometimes people leave, leave themselves to be hurt. You know, like by, you know, just because they're hurt, they're passing the hurt on, you know, to someone else. So I just think, I mean, you know, and that's why I said what I said. I said, um, you know, she got to be careful with that because, you know, that person could, could more more so say, yeah, I'll be that faithful side person. What, but what moral person would say I'll be a faithful side person? Yeah, just, you're right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know that 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 was that was my reason behind it. But I, I do think. You know, you are supposed to work on yourself. Um, you know, you know, be comfortable with yourself and, and know who you are and be whole for yourself before you go into a, a relationship with someone else. And more importantly, the mar a marriage. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> like everybody else said, I thought she was crazy. I, I thought she was crazy. I'm thinking, <laughs> no, we did not say that. <laughs> we did not say that. We did not say she was crazy. Uh, okay. And I, I know she, he probably I, said it. I, I, think, I mean, I think she's tripping. I think she's tripping. Um, but, you know, in her mind and the way she's thinking about it, I get why she said what she said. She's not stepping out of the relationship she has with the side guy, so why can't he be faithful to her? I see from her thought process, even though I think it's a wild thought process, <laughs> I get it. But I'm like, I'm like, Kenny, I told, like, when I was talking to her, I told her, she said, she's talked to other guys and they said they could do it. I said, they are liars. You know what I mean? Like, they're straight up. They're liars. That's what I said. And, you know, I, I feel as though they're telling you that because they're going to be able to get what they want. And then it's a benefit for them because, like, if the guy that she's dealing with tell her, yeah, he can be faithful, he really has no ties to her because she cannot really dictate how he moves because she's in something. So he can always say, oh, I can't answer or don't answer the phone. He can move how he wants because she cannot keep, uh, keep tabs on him because she still has a situation that she hasn't severed yet. She goes in the house at seven o'clock. Yeah, like so, you know, <laughs> I just thought, you know, like I said, I just think it's one of those situations where I think, you know, she can't fully commit to to the gentleman. Don't expect somebody to fully commit to you. And that's just what I told her. Point blank period. You know what I mean? Until you can fully commit, like cause I asked her questions like, can you ask her questions like, can you uh talk to him or talk to this guy that you want to talk to? At any time, even in front of your so-called roommate, she say, "No, I don't want to disrespect the house." And I'm like, "If you can't do those things, you still playing house. You still playing house. You're still playing wifey. So if you can't do those things, you know, at the end of the day, 
you're still in that situation. So like I told her, so I'm, I'm in agreement with everybody on this particular subject and everything like that. I don't want to stay on it too long because we got some other things we want to get to. But Nikki, I do say you want to uh, rebuttal. So I'll let you get the last That's word real quick. Uh, she got to be respectful to her household. Let's be clear. She in there trapped with that joint. <laughs> so she got to play her cards right. But her having an expectation for the other person, that's just wrong. Yeah. I'm sorry. You can't put no expectations on a person and you can deliver on your side. Okay. Cool. Even the person that, that she's doing it against, he knows that's wrong, so he won't. The whole time, the ex is partying in the basement, like she having her little fun, and in three months while we still on quarantine, I'm gonna crawl in the bed and it's gonna be back popping. <laughs> well, we're, uh, I mean, I'll keep whether you guys it does happen or not, but you know what I mean? I'll keep you guys updated on that situation. But, you know, I just thought it was something that, I thought it was something just to share because, like you said, Shani, I didn't even know that's something that goes on on a regular basis. It is. It is. So I thought it was wild and far fetched, but now that you're telling me this is something that you see on a regular basis, I'm like, wow. Who are I was baffled. I think uh, it's a side effect of somebody's insecurity, though. I'm not laughing at somebody's insecurity, mm. but that's what happens when you're insecure. You try to put it on everybody else. Let me try to deal with it by dealing with something else and distracting yourself as opposed Instead to of working on the task at hand. Mm. Oh, got you. Cool. All right, cool. Let's move on, Kenny, man. Round one, man. Let's, um, let's get this round one, man. You want to do the round one? Yeah, let's go and move on, man. What you what? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. You're right, Kenny. I'm sorry. I'm jumping the gun. I'm running the show today. Okay? You're right. I apologize, Kenny. Let me fall back. <laughs> I, I, I shot an air ball. My bad. <laughs> Before we go into um, round one, we're going to do uh, this one game that, that we started um, when we did um, the men's show and then the ladies' show. Um, got Get Rid of One. And um, we got uh, four R&B women artists. Um, that, that we're going to choose from, um, well, maybe five, I'm sorry. Uh, Jill Scott, did I get rid of one? Jill Scott, Mary J. Blige, Erica Badu, Janet Jackson, or Lauren Hill. Oh, wow. And That's listen, when unfair. you say your, listen, when you say <laughs> no. it, listen, when you do it, just for time, because like, when you do it, say your, and tell why. So we can Hold on, I got a question. Why. I got a question. Yes, yes, yes. Get rid of one like we've never. She never existed. Gotta get rid of one. Gotta get rid of one. Like yeah, gotta get rid like of never one. Never existed like, or won't thing. ever make something again. Nah, never existed. Like never gotta existed. get rid of one. Like no matter what it is. So Kenny, you like you said, you running the show player. My bad. Let me fall back. You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I see Shani's face was go with her first. No. <laughs> yeah. No. A good one, Kenny. Go ahead. No. Um. <laughs> Oh, I can't. You got to. Oh, I hate decisions. Oh, I'm going to say, mmm. <laughs> you got to be so disrespectful. I know, I know. I feel it's it. It's not in my it. heart. I, I, what I'm about to say is not really in my heart. Y'all are forcing me into this. Okay. I'm thinking about replay value. I'm thinking about, like, the stuff I'm lis I listen to on okay. repeat all the time. Okay. Mary. Oh, oh, I gotta go. Mary J. Mary J. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Only because she's not in like I'm. I'm not really list. I haven't been re listening to her. The others I listen to all the time, no matter what. Okay. Okay. Cool. Go ahead. Mm. Mm. It's not in my heart though. 
Mary J ran it in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, Kenny. Who's next, man? You used to be a crackhead and look at her name. <laughs> Period. Don't you, don't you talk about my Mary like that. Don't you talk about my Mary like that. She lit. Janet, bye. Ooh. Why? Because she ain't mine. She ain't it for me. Okay, out of the cool. group, out of the group, she just ain't it. Gotcha, cool. Go ahead. Like, my incense is going by my business. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm always that guy. Lauren Hill got to go. Lauren Hill? Cause she ain't on time. Gotta go. Cause okay. she's late. <laughs> okay. She don't okay. show up. She, she's late. I'm tired of it. Lauren, <laughs> <laughs> you got one album. One thing you can do. Come on. <laughs> she had two. No. She only had one. I mean, she had one in the live. Don't do her like that. She had a live. That live is trash. Come on, oh, y'all. Let's go. Oh, no. He did cry the whole time. <laughs> Fuji's album. Come on, now. Okay, listen. Come on, Kenny. Let's go, on, Kenny. <laughs> Nita. Oh, yeah. Joe Scott. <gasps> okay, she say Jill. Why Jill? I say Jill because Jill had me when she put the go-go in her first album. Okay, with well, it's love. I was like, oh, somebody taking go go to another level because it's in another city and she's from Philly. Let's do it. But after the whole living my life like it's golden, I swear they put that song <laughs> over her. I haven't oh. listened to a Jill Scott album since. The girl can blow. She writes for us. She wrote that song for Erica Badu, which was dope. But I just, I can't. I'm not a Jill fan. I love her her first album. I used to have it on repeat, but ever since Golden and that bike, I'm like, dog, I'm done. <laughs> it was the bike, sis? The bike oh, did no. it. The bike did it. The cardio <laughs> ruined it. God, Killed it. Um, <laughs> uh, for, for me, I, I'll say Jill Scott as well. I, I just, for everyone else, I, their bodies of work from, from acting to singing to <laughs> Performance, I, I, I re, there's a great depth for me that I remember. Like Jill Scott, I just thought I'd get married. Okay. For me, <laughs> for me, it's between Lauren Hill and Janet Jackson. Um, the reason why, like I said, Grace said Lauren Hill, she has one album. But the problem with that one album, she had about ten bangers out of 13 on that joint. Like those, like she could do. A two-hour concert on just that album and that one album alone. And then, like, for me, the real time that I really, really, really paid attention to Lauryn Hill when I first, I mean, I, of course, the Fuji, but when she sung If I Rule the World, imagine that on Nas, that voice, I mean, it was crazy to me. So Lauryn Hill, but because of that one album, she was always late to stuff. That was it. And Janet, I mean, for me, to be honest, I'm gonna get rid of Janet. I got Michael. Me, Janet. I don't need her. Like, I got Michael. <laughs> okay. I, I got Michael. I got them. You know what I'm saying? So, she, I mean, River Nation was cool. You know what I'm saying? The little dance and all that. Yeah, that, 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 that was cool. But hey, I'm getting rid of Janet, man. You said it was that dance one more time? No, I'm good. You said Rhythm Nation was cool, but she was an icon for the Beyonce's and the rest of the women dancers that came after her. So I don't know if cool is the appropriate word for just getting rid of Janet. Yeah. And the live performances, she has all of them beat, hands down. Yeah, I give her, so listen. I don't know how I you give can her, cancel her. Not Nicole, James. I, I give her that. But like for me, like 
You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, Jill Scott could stand in one place, no backup dancers, no singers, nothing, and kill it. Murray J. Blige, if you ain't seen a Murray J. Blige concert live, you're missing out on life. Like, Murray J. Blige, like, she's a queen. Like, if they did a versus with Murray J. Blige, I don't even think it's nobody in her that can even run with her. Like, nobody can run with Murray J. right now. Like, if you think about any of the verses, you can't pick anybody that you'd be like, I'll put her against Murray J. And Murray J. won't blow him out of the water. That's just how I feel. Lauren Hill, I mean, you know, Sister Act, the Fugees, um, you got, you got the Miseducation Lauryn Hill, that album, no matter what, no matter what era you play that in, it's going to be a timeless record. Like, when they talk about, like, you know, uh, like my uh, Smokey Robinson, The Temptations, that, like, I get that era. Like, for us, that's what that Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is going to be. Like, you know what I mean? And, you know, Erica Badu is just in her own lane. We know, like, there's not too many weirdos. <laughs> You know what I mean? That you're gonna like she can sit at the cool table. And then Jill Scott, man, like having that versus album made irrelevant. You just think about all the stuff that she put out and then you like, damn, damn. After when they was doing that verse, you like, damn, like, damn, damn, she did have that. And don't get me wrong, like I said, I think Janet Jackson is like ultimately she's great. Like, don't get me wrong, she's great for the she's culture. Not an era. She's great from the culture. She is. Rhythm Nation was like before it's time, per se, I guess, if you want to say that. Because like you said, she led the way for the Beyonce and all that. But I can, Mike did the same thing with I'm bad. Beat it. Like, I okay, can, on, I can do what I, I can get without her. Janet sells out arenas. Jill Scott sells out festivals. I'm done. Ooh. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to have a step. A solid step. I mean, I believe, like I said, Janet only sells them out because of her namesake. Good times. So, like, that's just... I also got to chime in, and I got to say this, too. Damn. Janet didn't write any of her stuff. Mm. That, that's another thing, man. Bill so, wrote everything. Bill wrote everything. Okay. Now, so, touche, Grace. Appreciate you. But, um, appreciate <laughs> <laughs> you. But, um, you know, that was, I appreciate you guys. But go ahead, Kenny, man. Move it Hi, on. Hi, Kenny. Man. Okay, she was abused. How about that? Jill Scott was a grown woman when she was abused, and why did I get married? So Shots fired. Shots fired. Why did I get married? Penny Good Times, you had... Uh, Jill Scott was a better actor in that movie. Poetic Justice. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poetic Justice. You ain't like what she was like, then. Poetic Justice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, y'all tripping, tripping, man. All right, we're going to move on to the first round. Um, let me shake this up. What's that? Before we uh, shake this up, man, what everybody drinking, man? What everybody drinking? Why he's shaking up going up with the first question? Shout Start out Ron. Ron uh, and out. Big Ron. Big Ron uh, Enterprises. Big Ron and Shy. Big Ron Enterprises. Uh -huh. What are you drinking, um, Nita? Okay. Uh, a green, a kale smoothie with avocado and Greek yogurt and honey. Hey, man. Oh, I love avocado. Hey, listen, man. Coming out of COVID looking right. I feel you coming out of COVID. <laughs> Looking right. Shawnee, what you drinking on? I have a rum and coke. Okay. Okay, cool. Grayson? Hey, I had one. I had <laughs> one of these ISIS. Oh, those are Justin. Y'all, you, you, you was watching the Golden Girls before you got on the show, <laughs> wasn't you? <laughs> Don't treat him like he baby face. Drinking the ISIS, man. Like, my, my, my grandma drink those, man. Like, oh, I drink those. Okay, so you need to relax. 
Okay. <laughs> you just basically call me a grandma. I'm just saying, you go to the grocery store at six in the morning. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Get your ISIS, man. I get it, man. I get it. You're, you're a hater, Kenny. <laughs> go ahead, Kenny, man. Let's. You got this question ready for us? Kenny, I can't hear you. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. First round. You hear me? <laughs> I said I hear you. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um... Is it more beneficial to be single or married? Couple follow-up questions. Why get married or why not, you know, why get married or why not get married? Um, is it more beneficial to be married or not? Who are you gonna start with? Uh, Nikki. Dang. Whole time I'm like, how you doing school? You like, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me. <laughs> Lower me. Um, I feel like that's a trick question. Um, I feel like it depends on what you want in life. If you want a partnership and you want to compliment someone and they compliment you, then the marriage. If you feel like you have it all together, then be single. Me, I'd rather be married and have the partnership. Okay. Okay. I feel like I missed another part of the question, but... <laughs> No, you answered it. Okay. Uh, Grayson? All right, so <clears throat> I've been married going on 16 years, right? Oh, wow. So to me, I say married. And because <laughs> there's so many variables that you could put into it. I say married as long as it's the right person. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it has to be the right person. Um, I've been watching, don't judge me. I've been watching, um, Married at First Sight. Oh, I love that show. God. And I, it's a totally different view that I see on marriage. It's weird. It's different. Um, some of the people make it and I'm like, there's more power to them. But some of the people I'm like, what's going on with them? And they should have stayed single. So I, you know, I don't know. To me, it all depends on the person. But I mean, nowadays, you know, it's nothing like having that ride or die. What about you, uh, Nita? Uh, I think probably the most beautiful thing in life is legacy and seeing a legacy continue. Um, I was raised in a house where both my parents were married, they still married to this day, so. It wasn't until I saw a divorce with close friends and people in my family that I was like, okay, it doesn't work. I get it. But having that foundation and then just recently starting to retrace my roots and understanding how important it was for us to know where we came from, where our ancestors came from and how they definitely, and I'm not trying to go deep with this, but how they, they stripped the black man of his masculinity, tore him away from his family, um, you know, sodomized him and did so many things to the black man. I'm, I cannot see myself not marrying a black man one day on this earth. Like, I'm never going to date up. I'm never going to marry outside my race. I've dated race. I'm never going to marry outside my race. But I think legacy is probably the most beautiful thing God has given us as a gift. So, married all the way. Son. I feel like it depends on your phase of life and your personality 
Um, I say personality because personality don't change too tough it, over time. It just, you can manage behaviors, but you can't really change a lot of the things about your personality. But I say phase of life. So at different phases of life, marriage is going to be more beneficial. Other phases of life, being single will better serve you, you know? So that's going to look different for each person. Um, for me, I wasn't sure if I ever wanted to get married. I wasn't sure if I ever wanted children. And then I spent a lot of time being single and working on like my family, trauma, myself, friendships, career. I spent a lot of that single time doing that stuff. And for me, that was a good time to be single. I don't know if I could have balanced all of that well if I were married, just because of my personality. I'm, I'm an introvert, so when I get focused, I don't tend to share my brain with other people. Um, and then I did that stuff, and then I got married, and, and we had kids, and I don't think I could have done this then. So and phase of life to me feels... So what, and what phase of your life are you talking about? I'm just talking about like an age range. What are you... I, I mean, so I was 32 when I got married. Okay. Um, and I think, I think age is different now. Like 25 is the new 16, you know what I mean? Like gotcha. Gotcha. the maturity level is different now, you know? So it's going to depend on like where we are, like where the generations are as far as maturity. Okay. Um, so some people can be ready for this at a younger age. It just depends on their level of maturity and their, their readiness for it. So you got the people who get married too soon, right? They're not ready. They're not re ready to give up single mentality. That's not a good time for them to be married. That's not going to be beneficial for anybody in that system, gotcha. right? But if you have a different mentality, if you have more <laughs> of a systemic mentality and you're ready for that and you can handle those responsibilities and what that means, then beneficial. So, so you're going, with, you're going, you're going with marriage, or you going? So are you going with marriage, or are you are you going with single? I'm going with marriage and uh, and readiness, marriage and readiness. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 What about you, James? <laughs> Listen, man. Let me tell y'all something. I'm single. Right. So the <laughs> benefits, <laughs> the benefits of single, is endless to me, in a sense of you don't have to worry about checking on nobody. You don't have to worry. It's just you. It's yourself. You know, you don't have to worry about anybody. Um, and no disrespect to anybody who's married on this um, on this podcast today. But, you know, being with somebody every over and over and over and over again, you know, it could get old or could get boring. I know this is going to sound so bad when it comes out. I know it's going to sound so bad the way it comes out. But I'm just being blunt and honorable. So, like, <laughs> being with that person and dealing with that person on a regular basis, you know, being single, you don't have to <laughs> cater to anybody. You don't have to worry about anybody else's feelings to a certain extent. Like, you do have to be respectful and mindful of people, but you don't necessarily have to cater. If I come home, I have a bad fucking day. Excuse my language. If I have a bad day, I don't have to talk to nobody. I can come in here, sit down, drink a beer, drink my tequila, drink my whiskey. I'm fine. I don't have to worry about you saying, guess what happened to me today? Or, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to deal with... <laughs> no. no. Oh, hit me out, hit me out. Hold up before y'all get before y'all give me these dirty <laughs> looks. Me drink. Before I give me these dirty looks, hit me out. These are the benefits I'm talking about for that. You know, like I can hang out, come and go as I please. Don't have to worry about when I come in the house. I have to have if I choose to eat out. I don't have to bring anything for nobody else. You know, I don't have to. I don't have to 
You know, and it sounds selfish, but I can be selfish. You just want to get your thing. own two piece. No, it's not. I can just <laughs> really. I can be selfish. I, I don't have to worry about nobody. If I don't want to deal with anybody at that moment, at that time, I don't have to. If I want to talk to whoever I want to talk to, you know, everybody knows that meme that says, I'm sleeping good knowing that my partner is not out here cheating on me. That part, you know she was mean? like. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's that. But do I think it is? And then for me, like, you know, my, my household was different. Like, you know, single parent. So, you know, uh, my granddad died when I was eight. But my granddad was a single, I mean, he was a stepdad to my mom. So, you know, for me, I see it differently in the standpoint of, from a standpoint of, you know, my mom had, she's been married twice now. So, you know what I mean? Like, you know, she, I, she, she's, she's happy with the gentleman that she's with. And I'm happy because he treats her with the utmost. And I appreciate that, you know, and things like that. So for me, it's like, I didn't see marriage or I didn't see both parents in our household growing up. So, you know, and I came out pretty good, you know, and shout out to mom Dukes for that. You know what I mean? Sacrifices is what it is. But, you know, like for me, like single, like, you know, when I walk in this door, you know, I don't have to worry about what your, what your credit score, how you no, run it up. No accountability. Yeah, no accountability for nobody else, no responsibility for nobody else. What your financial situation looks like, if you can handle this, if you can handle that, if you're going to mess up something, you know what I mean, and things of that nature, carrying somebody else's burden. Like, when you're in a, when you're in a marriage, you have to carry somebody else's burden. You know what Is I mean? Is that really a bad thing? I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's a lot to handle when you're trying to get yourself to a certain place, too. So, but... At the end of the day, I ain't gonna lie to you. I do want to get married. I do. I want a companion. You said all of that. All of that. All of that to come back to this. Yeah, because like I do want a companionship. I necessarily don't want to be by myself when it's all said and done. You know what I mean? So I do believe in marriage. And plus, because I didn't have my dad in my household, I do want my child to grow up in a two-parent household. You know what I mean? I do want my child to be able to experience that. You know what I mean? So I do believe marriage. Like I said, you get. When it comes to marriage, you, it's some benefits too. Like financial, financially, it's two incomes, not one. So y'all get so instead of me getting a townhouse, she making some good money. We get a bigger house. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't have to take care of everything by myself. You know what I mean? So there's some benefits, but I just think right now in my for the place where I'm at, single is great. And you know, for me, it's more beneficial because like that's, right now, that's good that you know that. Right, that's like right now, this COVID situation. It's a lot of people right now saying, you know what? Oh, I, need I can leave my situation because now I gotta be here every day with this person. It's rough. It's rough. It's rough. So well, everything I love, that's I don't very have to true. And it's I don't rough. have to, and I don't have to do that. So all my friends with somebody was like, girl, how you living? I yeah. said, you see my I'm, skin? Yeah, I'm sleeping. <laughs> listen, I'm sleeping peacefully because I don't have to worry about those things. You know what I mean? And that's just it. So that's it, Kenny. It's crazy. I guess you like, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Grayson said something that was so deep, man. Um, ha having the right person, the right companionship. Yeah. So, you know, James, when you say being married and people going through this COVID thing, like I can't stand it. If you got the right person, you're not going to feel like that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? You're not going to feel like that. So like with me, I, I grew up in a household where, um, I grew up with my mom and father. And they were high school sweethearts. So they've been together since 11th grade. Wow. You know, Congratulations to them too, man. Hey, cheers to that too, man. Because that's good, man. Six years, all my life. You know what I mean? So, like, the thing is, like, I, I see um, 
I saw that my whole life. And and that's what I wanted. You know what I mean? And um, you know, so so marriage marriage is a thing that I believe is is beneficiary for that, for, for the spiritual side. But I will also say like for a person like myself that that's seen that structure, don't force it. Mm-hmm. Like don't go out there looking for it and just saying that's the person because that that might not be the person because there's a lot of things that go into marriage like, um, like like financials you know there's you know financials you know finance is like one of the most leading uh, things as far as divorce yeah whole house up if you ain't gonna get it right I'm out and then another thing Kenny let me ask you this Kenny didn't mean to cut you off what's the divorce right because I know we was talking about that too what's the yeah. divorce right. So, so I went and did, did some research, and um, uh, the CDC referenced um, a website called National Marriage and Divorce Rate Trends, and and uh, I would say in 2018, um, the number of divorces uh, reported was about uh, 782,038 divorces. Um, the number of marriages was 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 two million one hundred thirty-two and um, that, 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 that got married in the year 2018. Um, what was the percentage, though? Like, what's the percentage of divorces? So, like, six, <laughs> the marriage rate is 6.5% per 1,000 um, total population. So, what, what, what's that? I mean, because my math ain't good, but I think I looked up something, too, and they said, what, 45 to 50%? Yeah. Yeah, so like you're looking that. at 45 to 50 percent. That's been pretty consistent for a couple of decades now. And, and that's a couple of decades. So when you look, always like that. So when you look at marriage, is it that beneficial? But See, that's another it, thing. It deals with time. Well, I'm gonna, go ahead. If I, I, I just want to chime in real quick. Well, like your grandparents, Kenny. Um, I think you said it was your grandparents. Uh, <laughs> I, no, it's parents. It's parents. Parents. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, I I got married at 22. I'm 37 now. And I've been with my wife since first year of college. Mm. And I got to be honest with you, being in the house is absolutely great to me. That's your best I mean, because it's, it's honestly, it's fun because it's when you're busy and you, you both are doing stuff every single day, you both are busy running businesses, doing all this other stuff, whatever. When you get that time alone, it's fun. And then you get the time with the family and all that. But it's, it's I think it falls mainly on the man where you got to really section out that time. And you really got to be selfless. And you really got to say, okay, this is the time with the kids. But that's done. This is the time with just me and you. And it's time to really work on your relationship and work on that time and all that. And I think that over time, because time matures everything, what ends up happening is that you honestly start to realize, okay, I can't push, I can't push her here, or I can't push him here, or I can't do this, I can't do that. So you start to really learn each other and start to understand one another. And with that understanding, that really is what makes marriages really work out. I think now with the the divorce rate that you was talking about is because people aren't patient anymore it's because we're in an on-demand society where it's like you know i want this now i want gratification now i don't want to deal with your stuff i got my own stuff i don't care about you so and that's what ends up happening so okay cool um don't want to 
you know, we could talk about this all day. <laughs> but um, before Kenny move on, on to the next, in the next round, I want to ask this: How many people are married on this on this um, podcast today? Okay, that's three. How many people are single? Okay. Oh man, so that's that's what's up. Um, okay, but it's good to see. You know, and I like no disrespect to Black Love, because like I said, I always say this. I think Black Love is beautiful, and I'm I'm always team Black Love. So you know, shout out to you guys that are married and and, and doing that thing, because like I said, marriage is definitely hard from what I hear. So you know, um, congrats to you guys, and you know, stay in the race, man, because you know I'm looking to you guys, you know, I mean for that, you know what I mean to you know, because y'all are my what I look for when I see marriage, and you know. To, to push towards that, you know what I mean? So I'm um, inspired to, to be one of you guys in the future. So, you know, you shout out listen. to you guys. I mean, uh, James, listen, we ain't got no choice but to stay married because we outnumbered in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all really are. That's, that's real so, talk. I would mean, yeah. I would mean, 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 I Um, um, what is your parenting style when it comes to raising your children? Um, for example, like, um, what type of discipline, types of punishments, is it spanking, you know, whoopings, <laughs> um, you know, taking something away that you, you know, that your child loved the most, uh, you know, what, what what's a, a good parenting style when it comes to raising your children? And then, you know, now I got a couple follow-up questions too when we when going into discussion. So I'll start with um Sean. You hit me on the wrong day for that question. <laughs> I didn't even tell y'all right before I signed on here, I spent an hour cleaning shit off the walls because my one-year-old <laughs> has a bad habit of smearing shit all over the walls. <laughs> it was a whole process getting to this meeting today, okay? <laughs> Oh, all right. So I have a four-year-old and my daughter, uh, my four-year-old son, and I have a daughter. She'll, she'll be two at the end of June. Um, we are still figuring it out. We know how we were raised. Um, my, my husband probably got one spanking his whole entire life. Um, and when his dad spanked him, it was more out of fear than anything else. He was just upset and he was just afraid. And that was it. Um, <clears throat> I got beat, but I didn't get beat like a whole lot because I wasn't up to nothing. Um, but what I'm learning is like, I know why people spank. I totally get it. It is efficient. It is fast. It is a discharge of anger and frustration. <laughs> it is really, it is less about them and their behavior than it is about like, we are mad. I'm so pissed off. I wanted to strangle that little girl tonight. Um, we have chosen not to do that. Um, we spanked my son one time and his reaction to it was like so severe. It was like, he just like, he just didn't, he didn't take to it very, my son is very sensitive. He's a, he's a, he's an anxious kid. He's very sensitive and he really doesn't need it. He, he responds well to just like being talked to and, and consequences. Like you, you, you take away some TV time, you take away a toy for like a day or two and he gets his shit together and that's fine. My daughter, on the other hand, she can get it. She's, she's, she's only one, but she's a different person. She's a different personality 
And I don't know what we're going to do with her yet. You ain't about to beat her. I know. I'm so soft. I'm so soft. But she's a different person. She's very aggressive. Like, she will punch you. She will smack you. She ain't having it from nobody. My son wasn't like that. So it's like you got to you gotta use different tactics with each child depending on their personalities and what speaks to them. And we haven't figured out my daughter yet. My son is not as hard. He's hard-headed, but he's, he can, you can talk to him, and, and he's all right. So, Shani, who's the disciplinary in the house, you or your husband? Oh, it's my husband. Okay. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the emotional intelligence parent. You know, I'm more, I'm more like, you need to self-soothe. You need to figure out what happened. You need to go in your room and work it out, and, and we'll deal with that after all that anger. You ain't fitting to spin around all over me. Like, like I'm teaching them emotional intelligence, and my husband is the voice. You know, he don't have to do too much. He come in with the voice and everybody like runs under the table. He don't even have to spank him. He's got a really deep voice. He's just like, what's going on in here? And then everybody just like gets their shit together, including me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Dad, daddy's home. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. We still figuring it out. I don't really know. Gotcha. Um, Anita? I don't have children yet. So um, I have nieces and it's just like Shawnee said, my, out of the three girls, there's that one who just, you, you got to pop her. You just have to, because she will test you, like, because she talks back. She has a very strong personality. I'll just say it like that. And she's smart as I don't know what. So she knows how to get over. So, um, but the middle child, um, she is very sensitive, like super sensitive. If you look at her wrong, she will break down. So it definitely varies child to child. And then the oldest one, she's a natural leader. So she's not really in need of a spanking. Um, she's going through her tween phase. So it's just the discipline. It's like, I'm taking your phone away from you. This is why. And she'll get it together. But it, it's definitely different with each kid. So. Okay. Why too, uh, Nikki? So I don't have any children yet. Um, my auntie and a godmother. My experience with children has been, I haven't had to pop anybody. Thank God, because I probably cry after I do it. <laughs> but I feel like they have their own little personalities. And although they're children and they're trying to figure it out too, you still kind of give them some kind of respect, not adult level, but giving them a platform where they'll be able to explain themselves and you to be able to communicate with them, that's been my interaction with my nieces and my godson. It's kind of like, you can't do this because this is why. And then they'll explain, well, I did this because of this. And it's like, all right, well, you can't. Don't do it again. And it's more like we talk like adults almost. It's weird. Uh, it's just weird. I just talk to them like they regular old humans. I just pray that I never have to beat anybody because I know I'm going to have a meltdown. I've only been beat once by my dad. No, no, no. By my aunt. I've never been beat by my dad. And I look up to my aunt. Everybody who knows me know that my aunt, before she died, like, that's who I looked up to. But my mother beat me every Thursday because it was Thursday. <laughs> and no thanks. And I just know that that one, the thing I'd be like, all right, sure, and beat me so I can get this over with because I'm going to go jump double dutch with the girls outside. But she didn't really explain nothing. But I feel like when you explain to a child why something is wrong and you, you allow them to explain why they did what they did or their emotions, everybody's on the same page and you kind of mold them. I don't think I need to body slam anybody. But it's in there, though. I got you. Cool. Don't get it twisted. 
I'm heavy handed. Grayson? <laughs> uh, well, mine is, mine is a little different. Uh, I'll put it like this. You know, when you grow up with, when you grow up the youngest, you always have a, a chance to look at the older ones and be like, okay, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> that got you in trouble, so I ain't doing all that. Uh -huh. So when it goes to my kids, mm -hmm. I basically, you know, with the boys, you know, you could be a little heavy-handed with the boys because they're boys and you're kind of giving them that rough nature. You know what I mean? But as far as now with raising kids, it's easier because – you got cell phones, you got all that. If you take away all that stuff, it's done. No doubt. <laughs> like the, the kids, like if they come home with a D or an F or whatever, I'm done with it. All I have to do is say, okay, no cell phone, no computer, no nothing. It's like a whipping. They will melt down <laughs> to the point where it's like, oh my God, my connection to the world is gone. <laughs> I can't believe it. No TikTok. Like <laughs> 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 it's, it's it's all yeah. that. So it's it's kind of easier on, on that realm. But when they were younger, like say the the you know, one, two, three year old, you know, especially the two, three year old, that between two and five is where you really gotta lay your discipline because you're laying the foundation for the rest of your time being a parent. Because then I'm literally looking at them. That's after five and six, six years old is where I got to, if I do the voice, that's when it's like, oh, he's serious. Because I remember that time that this happened. I remember that time that that happened. So you kind of, you know, they, they if you lay that foundation early, they'll get it, you know, being a teenager and all that. And all you, I always tell my kids this. And this is from 10, 10 years old and beyond. Either I can teach you or life can teach you. And the difference is, is that I love you. So I can give you that compassion. Life doesn't love anybody. So at the end of the day, when you learn those lessons and those lessons are hard, I got to give you up to the game. Because if you want to go out and do some crazy stuff, what I look like, you 20 years old, what I look like trying to bail you out of jail, like, you gonna let my son out of jail. Like, there's no way. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna let that happen. So, you know, if you lay that foundation early and you, and you, you know, you discipline and love, then you're good to go. Oh. You know, it doesn't stop mistakes from happening, but at least you, you've, you've laid that foundation, so. I, um, as for parts for, my, for myself, I, you know, my, my little sister probably had one woman in her life. I had a ton. <laughs> I had a ton. Like my my father, I, I you know, growing up, I, I I you know, looking back, I easily confused fear with respect. You know, so I, I feared my father when I was young, but when I, as I got older, I feel as though it was respect. You know, um, act accordingly. Um. And, you know, as far as like, as far, I think it's different times, man. I think times are different. Like back then, you know, I was, I was a child getting what was in the 90s. So like, it, it was kind of different than, than, than what it is now. And, I, you know, I feel as though, like, I, I never, like, one thing that, that, that pisses me off, or I, I lose my, my patience with my kids is when they fight each other. I don't like when they put hands on each other. You know, that's your sister. 
y'all ride or die, even when I'm off this earth, y'all are for each other. So y'all ain't never supposed to beef. Bury it, and, and you know, so when they did that one night and they was fighting, I lost my cool and I walked in there with a belt. And, re, and the reaction that my, my, my youngest had scared the living shit out of me. I'm, I'm just going, it scared me because I, I don't want her to fear me. You know what I'm saying? And then also, she's a girl, so I don't want her to feel it. it's cool for a man beating on her. So there's a lot of things that, that I put, put in play with, with, with disciplining the child, man, and, and especially in these days and times. So, um, you, know, and, you know, just growing up from experience, I, I think I deserve to get every woman I got. Like, I did stuff like I signed... <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing progress reports, permission. I'm forging progress permission slips. All like I, I deserved it, but and, and and I think me understanding, you know, me deserving it because how much I challenged my parents. My kids ain't come nowhere close to that, so I don't think it it it, it result, you know, reversal to as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, <clears throat> I don't have any kids, but you know, my sister has a, a son. Um, my mom, she wasn't really a whooper, but like her words, they stung like shit. Like I am not, excuse me, like they stung. Like, you know, she was able to use her words to tell me what it was, um, you know, and everything like that. And then it was a thing about, for me, I never want to disappoint my mom. To hear that like, you disappointed me, that kind of resonated with me to be like, man, I messed up. You know what I mean? That word, I guess, was a trigger word for me because, you know, as a, like, you know, I didn't have a, like I said before earlier, you know, I grew up in a family with, I grew up without my dad. So disappointing my mom meant a lot to me. So she could just say, man, you know, I'm hurt or I'm disappointed. And, you know, it wasn't nothing. My mom wasn't one. Like, I can tell y'all now, like, my mom should have whooped my ass for something I said. I told the teacher, excuse my language, fuck you. I told the teacher that in high school. Oh, no. And my mama just came up to the school and was like, yo, like, really, Joe? Like, why would you do that? And that resonated with me. You know what I mean? Um, like, you know, and it was one of those things. Like, my mom, she could just, com like, it's just a command she has. So I don't know when it comes to discipline, if I will whoop my kids, cause I don't have kids right now, I don't know if I'm gonna whoop them, but I do think that sometimes it's just a reaction from parents. I see it all the time. Stop, 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 pow. You know what I mean? Like I get it. So, you know, I'm not sure how I would discipline my children. You know what I mean? But, you know, my biggest thing when it comes to that is that I just want to make sure that for my significant other, I'm on the same page with her. Because I've also seen situations where, you know, kids play their parents against each other. You know what I mean? So for me, I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. We got this, you know, it's no matter what happens, we're on the same page. So the kids don't know, oh, I can go to dad. Dad will say, yo, yeah, I can go to mommy. You know what I mean? So those are the things. But like when it comes to discipline, I don't have no problem with whoopings because I have gotten whoopings. My sister's got whoopings and we turned out pretty good. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like time out. But I do understand what Grayson's saying as well. Like you give me a whooping and say I can go outside, I'll take that whooping any day of the week because we're from that era. We're from that era of playing outside to the street lights come on. That was it. Yeah. Like not, not, on, not stuck to our phones and computers. TV. Like for me, yeah, TV. Like for me, I didn't get a phone really till I was in college. So right. I didn't care about no. I didn't care about no phone. I want to ride bikes. I want to play football. I want the hoop. 
I wanted to go play high and go get it, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Hide and seek. I'm sorry. Oh, hide and seek, hide and go get whatever. But you know, complex tag, those things, you know what I mean? So when your mother said you couldn't leave the front porch, or I mean, Man. not the front porch, but you couldn't leave, because I grew up in an apartment, so you couldn't leave the apartment complex front, or you couldn't, leave, like, that was like, like, I was like, oh my God, like, why can't I leave? All my friends playing, like, you no, know, they can't come over, they can't play, you can't play Xbox, so, you know, I don't, like, so for me, like, I don't know if I'm going to be the type of person that whoop, like, I, hopefully my words and my stern voice will be able to carry over, but do I believe in whoopings? If you need one, and that'll stop you from being bad, I'm all for it. Yeah, like, even taking the bicycle away, like, that big yeah. crap, like, you can take yeah, yeah. So I'm just a big fan of whatever you have to do to get your kids' attention. I'm with it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's just how I, I feel about that situation. The parenting style. I just think that both parents need to be on the same page, and you need to have a conversation about that so you guys know where you guys stand on that. So that's it. Let me ask everybody this because you know I, I didn't know what this was. I watched Full House. Um. Do y'all guys believe in allowances? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I used to get one. Oh, y'all did? I, yeah. I, got, I got a little allowance. I have one, but I don't think I'm going to run that back. Well, I'll put it this way. I, I allow my children to live here. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad line. I grew up on the merit system. So if, you know, I, I do good this quarter in school, then I get rewarded. You know what I mean? So like, I mean, I, I never knew what allowances was. I, that's why I just asked that question. But also, like, one of the things me and James talked about: how far do you go as far as disciplining the child? Not, um, we all agree, you know, as far as the spanking situation, we just all touched on that. But do you even agree, like, going as far as like touching, like, giving gifts for Christmas or birthdays or or things like that? Like, how far would you go? Like, I, I told James, I would take something away from her that she loves the most, which is the iPad. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'll take that away quick before anything. So, and I know, you know, she feels that. So, but, the, you know, just some of the things like holidays, Christmas gifts, would you sacrifice those just to discipline your child? I saw with Grayson. I got to be honest with you. I was with you. So, okay. So being in church, I want the kids to understand, and me and my wife, we're on the same page. I want the kids to understand that every day is a gift, that I'm not going to give you something for an A because you're supposed to make that A. Gotcha. Like, you're supposed to do this. So I'm not going to reward you for that. I'm going to just do all that. Now, our plans was that the grandparents was different because grandparents, mm -hmm. I'd be like, y'all ain't getting no Christmas gift, no nothing, da, 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 whatever. They'll start crying. We go to grandma, grandpa's house. They got bikes. They got all this <laughs> stuff. Give me everything. <laughs> and I can be like, look, this this happened. I can't believe, you know, nah, they five years old and they got a Jaguar. Like, really? Is that what we doing? Yeah, that's, what gotcha. that's the same argument. I'm going to go to Nikki, but I have an argument. Uh, you know, I have a... Uh, I don't know. I was trying to wear, but argument. I have a beef with my father because every time I'm about to go and, and discipline my child, he's like, nah, you ain't got that. You ain't this. This the guy that beat my ass. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Like they different said. as grandparents. They are not I the same. Oh, 
He's they like, you get it back. They soft <laughs> as grandparents. Right. So and soft. you know what? Just speak on that real quick before you go to Nikki. My mother said, listen, I'm the grandchild. I'm supposed to do all the fun stuff and then give them back to you. That's what That's she right. said. That's so, right. so, so I'm like, already been warm with the same thing James just said. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm already ready. Okay, cool. Um, I guess, uh, 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 Nikki, you hear me? I mean, we ain't doing no allowance because I had, I mean, I had an allowance, but I just don't think I should be paying you for something you should be doing. I, I watched my sister do it. My sister's 13 and I'm old and I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but they started over all the way over and she walking around with MCMs and I'm like, I got a full time and I don't even buy myself that. <laughs> okay. For honor roll, I was like, I made honor roll. I was first graduate from high school. I'm first to go straight to college. Where's my MCMs? Like, but whatever. I'm just not, I think gifts around holidays is just a touchy situation. I don't want the expectation to be that I'm always supposed to give you something because you did what you should already be doing. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Nita. Um, our allowance is like doing chores, we get paid, but it was, it was, it taught us discipline with our money. It taught, it taught us financial responsibility. So, I mean, I was a straight A student my whole life and I, I didn't really look for money to be my reward. It was just, I just felt good because I was my brother was the bad one. Like he used to get, and I'm the youngest. I mean, I, I never, we went to a private school, so you said paneling. That's a whole nother story. But my parents used to, I used to always wonder why they're here so early. I'm like, we have aftercare, like, cause he's <laughs> getting in trouble. So it was like, um, the most I or the least I can do is make straight A's. That will keep them off my back. So my. I mean, when I got money, it was like a bonus. It wasn't something I expected, but it definitely taught me financial responsibility. So I remember how to write a check when I was in second grade. I remember having a savings account when I was in middle school. So everything that I got just from doing a chore or if I did get money because somebody gave me something for getting an A, I put it in my account. So I wanted to work when I got in high school because I remember the process of getting money. I'm like, I don't want this to stop. If I don't have to ask for anything and I know they're paying tuition, why not You know, get a job? I had two jobs when I was in high school. So I think it teaches this, this little fiduciary responsibility you know at that age so I'm not opposed to it at all but to your point yes if you're supposed to be this is what you're supposed to do this is your the easiest part of your life just be obedient you know what I'm so cool um Shani? so we, we're not at the stage where we're giving allowance yet we have we have like a behavior chart and he okay. gets stars for like hitting a certain amount of marks and stuff. There are some things he's just, he just has to do. And then there's the extra stuff and the extra stuff he can earn rewards time. And, but rewards right now are more like you can play a video game for like an extra 15 minutes, that kind of a thing. Um, we, we agree that like, as parents, we're supposed to provide like basic needs, you know, but basic, basic for us includes birthday presents and some Christmas gifts. But we got like a rule about Christmas gift. You get an educational toy, you get the fun toy, you get something you just want and you get something that we want you to have. And that's kind of like, and that's kind of like it. But like you said with the grandparents, they wow, they wow. <laughs> they just, they, they just go for it. Bags, we got to take two cars to Christmas sometimes. <laughs> 
Um, but I agree with the financial responsibility. Um, uh, the way my husband was raised, anything extra he wanted, he had to earn. Period. Cool. And so the and so and he's a big sneaker guy. So if he if he wanted anything extra than other what they thought they should provide for them, they had to pick up extra work, and they had to ask for the extra work. They had to be like, hey, I'll, let me go help you with the car this weekend. Um, I'm trying to get da 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 da. They had to ask for it. They had to ask for it. They did the extra work. We agree that that's like kind of where we want to go with this. They're young right now, but um, but my son, he's four and he he folds his clothes. He puts them away because mm-hmm. he knows that he's going to get something extra for it. He's really really motivated with incentives. Gotcha. Like he cool. will clean the whole house if he knows he's going to get something for it. Okay. And I'm like, adults ain't really that different. Yeah, no, how not. much of a, how many of us would really work as hard as we do? If we wasn't getting paid for it. Right, right. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I don't think internal motivation is like a thing, like we making it a thing, you know? Man. I don't right. know you haven't, you haven't started a podcast, because let me tell you something. <laughs> when you're on this podcast grind, you ain't paying for nothing, but you got to work a lot of stuff. Yeah, being an entrepreneur is a different kind of, is a different yeah. kind of work and situation. I feel you. I'm the same yeah. way. <laughs> um, you're right about that, um, you know, because, you know, in order for our teams, to do what we want them to do, because I work for Park and Recreation. You're right. We tell our teams, listen, give me an hour of your time to do this uh, activity or this program or this event, and then from the next two hours, you can hoop, or the next two hours, you can do what you want. If you help us clean up the gym because we just had a program, special event, activity, whatever, then we let you do it. And they do it, and they know they're going to hoop for the rest of the night. They ain't got to worry about anything. Or the ladies, the, the young the young, the young, young ladies, they can do whatever they want. So, you know, it's all, everything is incentive-based, you know. I mean, that's what we work for. We're not working for free. So, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I get what you're saying, Shani. So, Kenny, moving on to that next question, man. You know what I mean? I don't want to, you know, man. I hope you guys are having a good time, man. We appreciate y'all, too, by being on this today. This will be the third and final round. Third round. Um, so when it's the third and final round, man, we do a last call. So it's last call, man. So everybody, listen, whatever you're drinking, I don't care if it's a smoothie. I don't care if it's running Coke. I don't care if it's an ice, man. Put it up to the put it up to your camera, man. We take a uh we do definitely, we definitely do a shot, man. You know, thank you guys again. You know, tap you if you gotta tap your screen, whatever I have you, man. You know, appreciate you guys, <laughs> man. Make sure you slam it. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna make them drink strong, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you guys been watching the last couple of episodes, we, we kind of felt as though to stick with this question to ask everyone. Um, what advice would you give a younger you growing up? Mm. And you know, as a follow, what advice would you give to a younger person growing up based upon your experiences and what you've been through? Yeah, man. So just go ahead and give it to us. You know, it's no no debate on this and anything. What advice would you give to a younger you? And then what advice would you give to somebody growing up? So for the ladies, what advice would you give to you, your younger you? And then what advice would you give to the young ladies? And of course, Grayson, what advice would you give to you? And what advice would you give to a young man growing up in this era right now? So, Kenny, who you want to start with, bro? All right, Grayson, go ahead. Uh, A younger me, I would say um, follow God and leave religion alone. Absolutely. And understand what, understand the difference. And I would give that same thing to 
any other kid is to once you understand who god is and you understand then you can stop being you can stop allowing other people to be so hard on you and to control your mental oh. i can get deeper into that but we got time so i, I understand so i just want to oh. that that that's the main thing yikes man good goodness man. that's dope me yes ma'am okay you you gotta turn your volume up boo i hear you that time <laughs> um to myself and to younger woman it would be to trust yourself i think it took me a good minute to really trust myself to really Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. The, feelings, the feelings that I have, like you ever like felt certain about something or uncertain about something and you don't know which way to move. That Whatever gut feeling. Intuition in your gut is telling you that's 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 universe, that's spirit that's, is trying to guide you somewhere and to trust it and to move forward through it. And you might experience some things that you don't really know what it's going to look like, but just go with the flow. I think if I would have trusted myself in my younger days things might have been a little bit different i just wish someone told me to trust myself versus just listening to everything around me because self is always going to put you where you need to be because it's cool. your life cool anita uh my younger self uh to to understand that beauty starts within oh, and no. i was so insecure as a kid like up until up until my junior year of high school, that was the first year I went to public school. I was super insecure. Um, Cause my, thank you. <laughs> um, Cause, and, and I'm not going deep into it, but it was um, my skin complexion. I was like my dad, my brother and I are this complexion. Everybody else is light skin. Everybody else in my family. And my friends were light skin. And then when you watch music videos growing up, everybody front, front and center was a light skin girl. So I never thought that I was pretty. Um, but on the inside, I wanted to blossom. I, I was so ready to just be, um, to be me. Like I, the mature me now was me back then. Like I've always been mature in my life. So I, I was a natural leader amongst my peers, but I never knew it because I was so insecure. So I masked it all the time because of, I thought of how I looked. Like, and I, I kid with my brother all the time because he used to call me ugly every day of my life because he didn't want his friends talking to me because he knew they were jerks. So I internalized that and I didn't know until I was an adult that he was protecting me. So growing up, I was just in this, you know, and in my first day of public school, I was like, oh, I'm cute. Okay. <laughs> I got asked the prom. My first <laughs> So, so like, let me say this to you, Nita. Uh -huh. I don't mean to cut you off. Mm -hmm. Man, you a showstopper. And I will say, and I will say this. Kenny and I, like Kenny was at Nike before me. And you know, all and this is the truth, and this is the honor of God's truth. When I got to Nike, it was like, man, like you meet Nita. I'm no, no, listen, this is the truth, Nita. I'm not gonna even lie to you. Cause you know, me, me and Kenny, we're the elders, man. We're the elder statesmen of Nike. So people looked up to us, people came to us all the time. But like, and you know, like, like, you know, we held it down, like you held it down too, of course. But they really was like, man, until you meet Nita, man, Nita, man, man, Nita bad, Nita this, Nita that. 
<laughs> I'm just being honest with you, man, Nita. And I, I remember, I even remember uh, going out to, um, dang, it was, I don't know if it was your birthday, I don't know what was going on, but we was down, I can't remember what club that was. Rose Bar. You had a party at Rose Bar, man. And, um, and they was like, man, Nita, man, I'm like, goodness, man, this is that, like, yo, you was the, you was the, listen, Nita, you was one of, so, and this is bad. But in Nike, you was the talk of the town. Like you was, if if like I said, top. Oh. Let's say, let's just say like a top five. You was top five, man. Hey, so straight up, man. I don't know how to take that, but thank you. I I just I'm I'm so shy, but thank you, thank you. But seriously, it was an insecurity. It really was. So that would be my advice to my my younger self. But something that I tell my students: um, be a thought leader in whatever it is you're trying to do. Always rock out with that one thing that you know you like I don't care if it's doing hair be a thought leader in sewings if it's sports be a thought leader in in brand development for shoes I don't care what it is just rock out because people are attracted to when you know what you know what you know what you know about that one thing as opposed to trying to study and get 15 degrees and 15 different things to try to title yourself be a thought leader in that one thing and rock out with it so what you're saying is be great at one thing and not be good at everything Gotcha. Yeah, the things come to you. Everything you need comes to you when you're that resource for that thing. Gotcha. Shawnee. So I guess the advice for myself and for, it would be the same, and for girls is, so you ever heard a saying that, uh, be careful how you talk to your children because it becomes their inner voice, right? Mm -hmm. So this is about um, criticism and shame and how we have like a, a self-critical voice in our head all the time that adds pressure or makes us anxious or makes us feel like we can't do something or makes us feel like we, we're not good enough. And that noise is like in the background all the time. So that advice to them would be self-compassion. Gotcha. It's like you can motivate yourself with kindness. You don't have to motivate yourself through pressure and being critical um and trying to give yourself fuel to change and be better by being harsh with yourself i think that was a bad habit that i had it, getting through school and just getting here was like i would motivate myself by like beating myself up in my head gotcha. a lot and now that i don't do that as much like i feel a lot more content because it's like i appreciate where i am in my process rather than feeling like i'm not where i should be which is a different kind of a tone in your in your head. You can't you can't be satisfied that way. How did you get out of that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But how did you get out of that that habit? I think I started I started monitoring um, the messages that I was like I would wake up sometimes and I would just feel like really anxious for like no reason. I would just feel edgy and irritable and like at the core I'm a really happy person and I didn't know why I was feeling so edgy all the time. Um, and then I realized it was like little things like, oh, you should have, you shouldn't have. Why don't you? Why did you? And those are judgmental statements. They're, they're a judgment. It, it implies that what you've done wasn't good enough. And you don't realize how often that is like there. And then you replace it with a different message, right? Um, instead of you should have, it is more like, okay, well, you did. Now what? You know, now what you, you did, you did that. Now what do you want to do about it? 
you know um one is a place of shame which just tells you you're a bad person and you're not capable and the other one's like no what you did you didn't like but that's not a permanent state of being you can move from that right so you shift the voice in your head cool. more positive more mm -hmm. affirming more compassionate and then even if life isn't perfect it, it can still be wonderful cool that's dope man so we got one more question before we you know, in the podcast, and like I said, thank you again for all you guys, but before we end the podcast, um, I definitely want to get through this real quick. Um, just, uh, I'm going to start with uh, Grayson, um, but, you know, name one or two people that you would love to have a bar drinking entree with, um, and why, real quick. Name two people you said? Two, one or two, it don't have to be, it don't have to be two, just one or two. One or two? Uh, I say Jesus. Okay, and why? Uh, just to be like, <laughs> did you know how many people was going to hate on you? <laughs> <laughs> just so I could pick his brain, pick his mentality. That, that's all. Okay, cool. Shawnee? I want to hang out with Issa Rae. Yeah. And why? She just, she just feel like every, she feel like everybody. She feel like all of us. She feel, you know, she just feel like the girl that represents everybody. She looks, she's a good time. Cool. Anybody else? Or that's just it for you, Issa Rae? And maybe Amanda Stills. She can be intense, but I like her. <laughs> okay, Amanda, <laughs> why, why Amanda Stills? She she got a she got a lot to say. Okay. I like I, I like it. <laughs> Nita 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 Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely Jesus. Um, just because he is probably the most controversial yet followed person that's ever walked this earth. It's like everybody, you either love him or you hate him. And it's, I just, yeah. And he's the most misunderstood. Yes. And whole time he's just telling us that we're God in this form. So he's just showing us how to be God. So I like that, Kenny. I like that. So um, my other person would definitely be Jay-Z. Why Jay-Z? Why whole H to the O, B to the Izzy? Because, I mean, if there's not a body of work that he's produced. Even Kingdom Come, I let that be. But um, there's not a body of work that he's produced that wasn't some type of prophecy in it, or you didn't see the transition that he was evolving as a man in his okay, body cool. of work. So cool. he's been so transparent through his music that I gotta, I gotta have a conversation with him. Cool. And before we move on to you, Nikki, I gotta, I gotta say this. Um, in our men's, uh, our men's, um. Pod, Kenny said that he would get rid of Jay Z. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't had to throw that man under the bus like that. No, so I'm just letting you know. But uh, yeah. why, yeah. Kenny? Why? Why? Yeah. See who he was going up against. I so, said, hey. But you know, that's a that's another story. And Nikki, how about you, Nikki? Name one or two people. All right, so I quietly want to have a conversation with Diddy only because I want to know about why he was depressed for like forever when he ruined his own situation and what he about to do next okay i just got questions everybody he's touched he's ruined and i just want to know like how do you feel about that okay cool anybody else that's shady but whatever that's fine listen i'm on my nene <laughs> anybody else um, probably my grandmother because I've never met her, and mm. everyone who has like my uncles and aunts 
they drop like all the nuggets she was saying. I'd be like, she probably was real cool. Mm-hmm. Like she might be the move, but she passed before I was going. Wow. And uh, speaking of Diddy, throwing, oh, Kenny, uh, throwing Kenny out of the bus again, he <laughs> hates Diddy. Oh. Really? <laughs> he does not like Diddy because he a, he a pop fan. So understanding why. Hold on. <laughs> we going, going back, back to Cali Cali. Grayson, edit that out in case. <laughs> edit that out right there. Okay? I love Diddy. You no, will never no. get us the rock sponsorship after this point. No, no. Yeah, like, like Kenny is killing me with Jay Z and Diddy, man. Two, um, well, one's a billionaire, and one is what this close. Like he's killing us right now without sponsorship. You know what I mean? But um, uh, you know, yeah. shout out to you guys. You know, first and foremost, man. Thank you guys for taking the time out to be a part of the show, man. Thank you so much, man. You know, um, beautiful women. Grayson, I'm not gonna call you beautiful, but you know, <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> you know, beautiful women, man. It looked like you guys are doing a great job during the COVID, keeping yourself, you know, up and then, you know, maintaining you guys self. And Grayson, shout out to you too, man, and thank you for all you do. And you young ladies, man, keep up the good work that you guys are doing, and we appreciate everything that y'all do here. And uh, thank you guys for being on the show. We really, 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 really appreciate y'all. And that's another episode. For Bob Drinks and Andres, Kenny, you got anything you want to say? Ah, uh, man, um, you know, thank, thank, thanking all the guests for uh, coming, and uh, especially you, Anita. Um, I know you was the last minute, but we appreciate you, and um, and every and, and the rest of our guests as well. Thank you. Thank you, guys, man. Another yeah. another episode in the books. Thank you, guys. Bar Drinks and Entrees, episode eight. Make sure y'all check it out, man. We appreciate you guys. Thank you again, man. Uh, And another one in the books, man. It's a dope, a dope, a dope conversation, dope podcast, man. Bar Drinks and Entrees. Thank you, guys.